Welcome to the Simplify Jesus podcast, where we're breaking barriers through communication. I'm Bill Allen, and this is my buddy Matt Gunter, and uh, we've got a special episode for you. So uh, hang tight and see what this one's all about. That's right. That's right. So we're going to start this episode talking about a an old hymn of the faith, so to speak, that uh, if you've been in the church or if you've been around the church um, anytime recently or in the past, you've probably heard it's a song called It Is Well With My Soul. And the basic premise of the song is just that, that no matter what comes, that it is well with your soul. And, and what that means is that is that you're good, that, you know, life may throw crazy twists and turns at you and and all kinds of things can happen but no matter what happens it's still well with you and you know something the bill that you and i have seen and and honestly we both experience as well is with all the craziness going on in the world today sometimes worry finds a way to slip into our lives and as christians we really need to be careful and and stop worrying to get that out and and not let that affect what we're doing day to day. Yeah, and I think, you know, um, on a theological level, we understand that we're not supposed to worry. It's yeah. it's there. It's uh, There's things going on in the world that uh, are physically harmful or mm-hmm. mentally harmful or um, uh, there's, there's disease going on right now. There's, um, there's just all kinds of things, but when you, between COVID, um, all the craziness with the elections, uh, that have taken place over the last year, um, the, the rioting that's been going on, the, the changing of history, tearing down statues, Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, you've got all the conspiracy theories going on, QAnon happened, you know, all that, all that kind of conversation Mm -hmm. happening. Um, Nobody, it's so hard to know what to believe anymore. And then when you even go down to a even uh, more local level, when you start talking about who's right and wrong about masks or vaccines or uh, do they work, do they not, Mm -hmm. do they help, do they not. Um, We've got friends uh, that that have recently been in the hospital for for COVID as we speak. Um, We've got friends that have been diagnosed today um, Mm -hmm. with COVID. So um, it's... There's, there's a lot going on that, um, you know, that we just can't blame people for worrying about. That's right. And yeah, really it's, we shouldn't worry, but like you said, it's really hard to not. And so what we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about today is why we shouldn't worry and what we should be doing instead. And so, um, first and foremost, when it comes to making decisions for you, You've got to do what's best for your physical, mental, and spiritual health. Um, everybody's going to have their own opinions about what you should do. We've seen that. It's all over the news, all over social media. You know, Group A thinks you need to wear a mask. Group B says you don't need to worry about it. Group A says maybe you need to get vaccinated. Group B says no, you don't. Or maybe even you shouldn't because of A, B, C, or D. Um you know, is it better if you just catch it? Is it like the, the, the uh, old school chicken pox parties where one kid gets it and all right, let's all huddle up and get it so we can all be immune to it later. Right. Um, it, there's, there's all these things and this is just COVID. Yeah. You know, we're not even talking about conspiracy theories and the election and all of the other stuff going on in the world. You've got to do what's best for you. What's best for your health. What's best for your, your mental and spiritual health. That's as important as anything. I'll, I can just speak for me, my mental health, 
it's it's on it's much better now than it was but when covid started and the whole world shut down it couldn't have been in much of a worse place um and looking back at how much that affected me i really wish i had taken more time to focus on that and as an encouragement to everybody out there that's that's really really important that we get that right it is I, I had to take uh, some time and go through my social media, you know, friends list and mm-hmm. uh, unfollow everybody. I think I've mentioned that before because there was so much division going on with everything. That's right. Um, and and it, the stress levels just got way too high mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I'm, I'm done following all this. I don't really watch the news all that much anymore. Yeah. I don't follow uh, many people on social media anymore. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mom. Uh, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, you know, the there's there's too much nonsense going on in the world yeah, right now that's um, right and if if we don't worry about ourselves um then we're gonna drive ourselves crazy worrying about what everybody else thinks that's right and i i want to add that we shouldn't um your opinion about what other people should be doing yes can affect you if you believe masks work and you see somebody not wearing a mask you're not you're not going to have the best of opinions about that person or or Mm-hmm. Well, you shouldn't have aggressive opinions towards that person, um, but we've seen uh, walking down, you know, to the convenience store or whatever, wherever we might go, um, there's there's a lot of angry opinions about people. You're right. When you find on both out, sides of it. Yeah, on both sides. When you find out that somebody's not doing what you think is best, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the way it's been. I think uh, that's the way a lot of people act about things but it's been amped up quite a yeah. bit with all of this right there's a lot of tension a lot of aggression going on right now well and and we're more connected than ever through social media because everybody's got the news on their phone everybody's got a video recording of whatever just happened and you bring up a good point you know that's been a, a big part of the problem is people put out there whatever they're thinking um yeah, the the filter that sometimes we've had, I think the shutdown may have erased some people's filters in what they're willing to put out on social media, what they're willing to say just in a regular conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know we've talked about this before with um, division in the church and you know, petty differences of opinion, so to speak. You know, we've got to set that kind of stuff aside and remember remember the common things. And and as a society. We've got to do the same thing. We need to quit spitting venom everywhere just because somebody has a different opinion and realize there's a whole lot more that should be uniting us than what is causing what is causing the division between us. And you want to talk about working on your mental and spiritual health, work on that unity, work on loving on people, and a lot of that will come back into focus. Well, we can just end this episode here because you just said it. Drop the mic. That, that's right. That's the that's it, guys. Um, we're done. No, we've got. <laughs> don't worry, we've got lots of opinions. Uh, <laughs> so, I think Matt, if you don't mind, I'm gonna start out with some scripture. Yeah. Um, we've mentioned uh, the the social media. We've mentioned, um, you know, all of the different things going on in here. Um, but I want to start off with uh, Matthew 15. 17 through 20 and it says don't you realize that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is eliminated but what comes out of the mouth comes from the heart and this defiles a person for from the heart comes evil thoughts murders adulteries sexual immoralities thefts false testimonies and slander 
These are the things that defile a person. But eating with unwashed hands does not defile a person. Um, he's talking about, obviously, food here, and we can eat. Uh, whatever we eat isn't going to affect um, us, unless, of course, it makes us sick. We eat something <laughs> uh, raw, something something raw that we shouldn't eat. We right, eat something right. that's gone bad. We get food poisoning. Okay, yes, obviously yeah. that's going to hurt us. But <laughs> what they're saying us is um, what we let into our hearts and minds um, that's going to be even worse. We have to be careful of what we let in because what we let in will come out. And I, that's why I had to get rid of social media and stop yeah. watching the news. And cause I've just gotten to a point where I don't know who to believe. Yeah. And everybody has an opinion just like we do, mm-hmm. but I feel like, and I hope the difference is that we are trying to share our opinions in love yeah we're not we're not trying to go around telling everybody they don't know what they're talking about and they're stupid and and uh you know obviously matt and i have our opinions about mm-hmm. about um uh the things that are said um but it's not for us to be keyboard heroes and or, or what's the keyboard yeah the warriors yeah. keyboard warriors yeah. yeah it's not for us to be keyboard warriors and just start spreading our opinions everywhere mm-hmm. we prefer to do it over a microphone so <laughs> but um uh, but no we're we're trying to do it in love and we're trying to see both sides of this yeah um people are scared mm-hmm. but um as christians we know who wins in the end so I guess like we can end it there too because yeah. I just said that right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, That's right. We know we know how the story ends, and and it's so important. The I've got some friends and and colleagues and whatnot that seem to live in what I call and what I've heard called an echo chamber, uh, where all you hear is people that agree with you, and it just builds you up more and more and more. And and it's not that that's necessarily wrong but what it's led to is this place where we can't have conversations where we disagree because all you ever hear is people that agree with you and then when you hear somebody that disagrees oh no get out of here Um, we can't have that conversation there's all these people that agree with me and we feel like we're always right and that's not good we need to be able to have just honest conversation i heard somebody recently um uh one of my my mentors if you will um say that uh if you have nothing but positive conversation in a meeting say Mm -hmm. let's say it's a team meeting or something like that that means nobody cares Mm. if they're all agreeing and and everything's fine nobody cares about the project but if Mm. you're getting some feedback and you're getting some uh some pushback on some things people care about what you're doing Mm. and that is so important to me in my business i tell my team all the time if you disagree with me tell me and then let's work it out together because if all you're doing is agreeing with me and i'm doing everything right then you don't care and Mm -hmm. and that that shows um and and you know sometimes they disagree with me a lot so i just look at it as though they really really care yeah uh, they really care <laughs> that way it doesn't feel quite so personal that's right <laughs> and you know when we have these conversations i think one of the things that's that i always feel like is i want to act on it i want to go do something and we're just going to encourage you, especially when it comes to the political side of things and it feels like everything is political these days um our encouragement is to go vote. Let that be your action. Don't don't make your action going out and tearing stuff up. Don't make your action posting venom on Facebook and tearing people down. 
do something about it by voting on your beliefs and voting on your values. Uh, Romans 13.1 says, Let everyone submit to the governing authority, since there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are instituted by God. Long story short, all authority is in God's hands, regardless of who's in the president's seat. He uses all types of people in the Bible, and we're going to go through some examples here of how God used pretty much all ends of the spectrum to further his kingdom and to do to set his plan in place that included, you know, ultimately leading to Jesus, which led to our salvation. He used all kinds of people to help us get there. And no matter what side of the aisle you sit on, there is good and bad from everybody in office. Yes. And we're, you know, we're not going to, we're certainly not going to turn this into a political platform. No. What we're trying to show you is that, as we said a few episodes ago, there's nothing new under the sun. Right. This has all happened before. Mm -hmm. This is all going to continue happening uh, over the years. And it's up to us how we react to it and what we do with that that's going to help us to move forward. So, you know, Matt talking about those, those different people in the Bible, uh, one of the examples that comes to mind is Moses. Um, you know, he did a lot of great things for God, getting the Israelites uh, out of Egypt, uh, taking them to the promised land. But if you don't know the story, um, or if you don't remember, Moses killed one of the Egyptians. He's a murderer. Um, but he still led everybody through the wilderness um, right to the edge of the promised land. Mm-hmm. And God spoke to him directly. Mm-hmm. Um, God favored him. God punished him. There, there was a lot of different things going on there. But Moses was still one of the great heroes of the Bible. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, another one that's from the same time frame is Pharaoh. So uh, when Moses went to tell Pharaoh, God said, Hey, let my people go. God, it says in the Bible that God hardened Pharaoh's heart and not brought on uh, all the plagues that hit the Egyptians at that time. And it happens throughout the book of Exodus, uh, leading up to the eventual Exodus of Israel from the Egyptians. But the interesting thing there is that it does say that God hardened Pharaoh's heart. And that's what brought it about. That's what allowed the Israelites to plunder the Egyptians and and to have the clothing and the food and things that they needed as they went out into the wilderness. So God used Pharaoh to bring forth what he what needed to happen. He he used Pharaoh for that, and to say that to say that you know Pharaoh was definitely anti God. He had he wanted nothing to do with him. Um, he was a bad dude. He was. And yet God still used him to bring forth his purpose. Yeah. As we move on down the, the genealogy of, uh, from Moses down to all the way down to David, mm-hmm. David um, was a great king and um, he did some bad things as well. Um, he got caught um, looking at Bathsheba bathing on a rooftop, um, decided to take her for his wife, killed her husband so that he could marry her, and still was considered a man after God's own heart. 
And you know, one last example uh, is is King Nebuchadnezzar. So uh, that name, if you can spell it, a plus for you. Uh, I still can't. Um, but I can't even say it. <laughs> but uh, you probably, uh, if you've heard that name, you've heard it in the story of the fiery furnace where he threw in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Or if you've watched the VeggieTale version, the names are a lot easier to say, although I can't remember them at the moment. <laughs> um, but in Jeremiah 27, God was speaking to Jeremiah, the prophet, and he called King Nebuchadnezzar his servant during the exile of Israel because he was using the Babylonian king to ultimately bring the Israelites back to him. You see, the Israelites had gotten way off track. They were worshiping Baal. Um, and we're not turning back to God, despite all of these prophets saying, hey, if you don't get your act right, you're going to be exiled out of here. God warned them. They didn't listen. God used King Nebuchadnezzar to take them out of Israel into Babylon. And that's ultimately also what led them back to God through guys like Daniel, Nehemiah, and some other heroes of the Bible. But the point is, God called him his servant. God used King Nebuchadnezzar to further his purpose even the bad guys. And so we use these examples and to say that there's not any authority to back up what Roman says. There's not any authority that doesn't come from God. God's still in control. Even Kings and the Pharaoh that was completely against him, God was still in control with men who followed God, but got off track. God was still in control and used them to ultimately bring about his purpose. He's still in control. So thankfully, we do still live in a free country. Many of the countries around, obviously, are not free. Um, there's a lot of communist countries who don't even allow Christi uh, Christianity right. in there. Um, there are a lot of countries that Bibles get snuck into, mm -hmm. and they're welcomed, and they're they're wanted so desperately uh, that, that they're willing to lose their lives over them. Yeah. So first of all, side note, that should tell you something about Christianity and the Bible. Right. Um, but... Um, that's another podcast. I think we've talked about that. If not, we're going to. So it'll come back. Stay tuned. Well, and, and you look at a country like Afghanistan that's in complete uproar right now. Yeah. And one of the big things that's going on is Christians are being sought out and persecuted and killed because mm -hmm. of their faith. So when we think about things here and when we get frustrated because people have different opinions than we do, especially if there are people in authority that have different opinions than we do and do things differently than we want. We've got to have some perspective on how good we have it. Mm -hmm. We do live in a free country where we can worship freely. If that changes, we'll have a different conversation. But for the most part, the kinds of things that often get us so worked up are really minuscule and petty in comparison to the big stuff, like what they're dealing with in Afghanistan. And, and that's the hot topic right now because it just happened, but it's important to have some perspective about just how good we have it. It is. And, you know, I know people who, who look at our country and look at the government with, um, um, you know, uh, disdain for all of the laws and regulations mm -hmm. and uh, certifications and, you know, the, right. the, everything that, that they require us to have. You know, we're mm -hmm. required to have health insurance now. We're required to have a driver's license. Mm -hmm. We're required to have um, all this stuff. So, 
you know, I get it that to some people you don't, it doesn't seem like we're free mm -hmm. uh, to do what we want. Um, but I also understand the other side of it. This is a completely much deeper conversation right. uh, that we could get into. But <laughs> I'm going to say for right now, uh, you know, if um, we do live in a free country, we are able mm -hmm. to go do what we want. Yeah. If you don't want to um, worry about having a driver's license, don't drive. Uh, or go live out right. in, in the middle of nowhere where nobody's going to catch you. You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> right. if you if you don't want to pay your electric bill, go live in the mountains where there you don't need electricity and mm -hmm. certain, like, get off the grid. You know, there, there's ways around it, and you have that sure. opportunity if you can find the places. But you know, uh, where we're at right now, if you are following the law and you don't want to, uh, if you don't want to get a speeding ticket, don't speed. Mm -hmm. Right? If you don't want to. If you don't want to go to jail for not paying your taxes, pay your taxes. Yeah. Um, it's it's really that easy. None of the laws that we have right now, again, we're a free country. Uh, none of the laws that we have are overly taxing. Right. Most of the laws out there keep us safe. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and just to back that up, there's a verse uh, continuing in Romans 13. It says, and for this reason, you pay taxes since the authorities are God's servants continually attending to these tasks. Pay your obligations to everyone. Taxes to those you, you owe taxes, tolls to those you owe tolls, respect to those you owe respect, and honor to those you owe honor. And the way Jesus said it, he used fewer words, said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. Right. Um, now granted he was talking about giving to the church and tithing and all that stuff as part of that as well. But, but he still said, give to Caesar, what is Caesar's pay your taxes, do what you got to do. Because again, that authority still all comes from God. We may not like what they do all the time, but God's still in control. And ultimately they don't have any authority without him. Correct. Right. Um, unfortunately we will agree that, um, Many politicians and governing authorities today are out there for their own selfish needs. Mm -hmm. They're out there to pass the laws that they want to see passed. They're out there for their own bank account. They're right. they're out there for um, there. There are some good ones, um, but there are a lot of bad ones out there that don't sure. care about us. That are doing it for their own their own greed. Um, you know, to that it, for those of us that want better. I'm not a politician. I'm not, I'm not somebody that could do this, but if you are and you want better run for office, mm -hmm. go do something about it. Right. Um, I, I, I wouldn't know the first thing about it. If you want to do better, run for office and fix it. That's right. Yeah. Be the change you want to see in the world. Right. Yeah. Um, so the thing to remember, we've mentioned it a few times, but we're going to spend a little bit of time focusing on this, that whatever happens, God is still in control. And we've got to remember that and have that perspective. And in Jeremiah 29, 11, God says, For I know the plans I have for you. This is the Lord's declaration. Plans for your well-being, not for disaster, to give you a hope and a future. And we quote this verse all the time. Uh, you see it on billboards. You've got nice signs with it on there. You see it on Facebook. It's a very comforting verse. But the context that it was written in makes it even more powerful because it adds a lot to the story of what was going on. So a little bit of context here. The, the Israelites were exiled to Babylon uh, at that time and didn't really have any hope of coming back. 
they're, this was the result of, of a lot of the kings in Israel and Judah who chose to worship other gods rather than Yahweh God. Um, usually Baal is one of the common ones that's referenced, but it could have been any, any other gods. And there was this whole line of kings that worshiped them instead. And when there was no hope and they were exiled, no, no way out of it, it seemed like. God told Jeremiah that said, look, all these bad things are happening, but don't worry. I've got a plan for you. It's a plan for a future. It's a plan for a hope. It's a plan for your well-being. I've got this covered. Things may look bleak, but I got your back. Yeah, as Christians, you know, we can hold on to that same promise. Um, God does have a plan for us, no matter what may be happening around us. Another verse we often quote is Romans 8.28, and this is one that's helped me to hang on to my faith since I became a Christian um, with all the nonsense that's happened in my life mm-hmm. and uh it's uh it says we we know that all things work together for the good of those who love god who are called according to his purpose that's it right there that that's like the new testament version of jeremiah twenty nine eleven. everything works together for good if we truly have our faith in christ we don't have anything to worry about look at the big picture stuff nobody can unseat god from his throne hadn't happened yet not gonna happen Nobody can take away our salvation. If you put your faith in Christ and believe in him, you're good. Nobody can take that away from you. From the big picture perspective, we don't have anything to fear. We, we shouldn't have anything to worry about. It's not to say that we don't. Bill and I do. We know worry happens. If something bad happens and it affects us, we're, we're going to get anxious. We're going to get stressed. It, and, and we're not saying that... We're not saying that you're not good enough if you get worried, worked up and stuff every now and then. But what we are saying is we should live life with the perspective that we don't have anything to fear because the big stuff is taken care of. God's in control no matter what we do. That's right. So after this pretty heavy topic, cue the celebration music. It's time for the outside looking, inside looking out. Woo-hoo. So... I've said it a few times already, um, but I used to get worked up about all this stuff. Um, I used to get worked up over all of the, um, everything that you do, COVID, um, all the news outlets uh, um, with all the things that we just don't know if we can believe. Um, I just had to shut it down. I couldn't, Mm -hmm. couldn't listen to it anymore. Yeah. Um, it was literally, I was waking up, I was getting on my computer or my phone. I was looking at my Facebook feed, um, or Instagram, or I was turning on the news and my blood would start boiling. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was way too much. Uh, I literally unfollowed everyone on social media again. Sorry, mom. <laughs> and, uh, unplugged my TV antenna. Um, so I can't get the news. Um, and, you know, I find even now when I come across a news story about today's of events, uh, my, my stress levels just start to go up. Yeah. Um, I have to really work to say, you've got this, God. And, and uh, without all of the, without hearing all of the people saying just all these different conflicting things and all of the anger being spewed and, um, I'm, I'm able to be in a bit of a more peaceful state and, yeah. and not worry about everything. Yeah. Um, but again, I have to work at it. We all do. Um, 
coming off of, you know, the not being saved and not caring and just living out from looking out for myself and, and, and partying all the time and not worrying Mm -hmm. about anything. Um, almost literally not worrying about anything. Um, I'm, I'm able now to get into the word, read God's promises, remember that he's in control and do the things that that I personally need to do to make myself okay with what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, and from the inside looking out, it's really some basically the same thing. It's it's so easy to get worked up when you see the news, when you see the crazy things going on in the world around us. When we feel that way, we've got to turn our perspective back and and kind of two sides of that perspective. One is whatever you see on the news or whatever you see on social media is there to to suck you in. It, they, they want you to click on it. They want you to read it. They want you to get bought into the story so that you can't put it down. Marketing. That's right. <laughs> They're really good at it. Yes. So that's side number one. Um, the other side of it is that, and the, the important side, is that no matter what any of that says and whether it's true or not, one truth is still always there, and that is that God is in control. If your faith is in him, you don't have anything to worry about. Nothing can take away what matters most, your salvation. And as as long as we have that perspective, that God is in control and nothing can touch us as far as the big picture perspective, then really Christians don't have anything to worry about, no matter what happens in the world around us. And we started this conversation assuming that you have faith in Christ, that you already have that relationship, uh, you've already started building that relationship, or you have a deeper relationship with him. Um, so that's where everything comes back to as Christians. It comes back to that salvation. Um, but if you don't have that salvation, um, it's really pretty simple um, to, to get it. Yeah, and we've got a memory verse this season, Romans ten nine. It says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's really that simple. You believe that Jesus lived, he died, and he rose again. And that you, because of that, you confess him as Lord. He's the son of God. You're going to follow him. That's all it takes. And it's really as easy as it seems. If you have uh, questions about that or want more information, encourage you to reach out to your local church, uh, find a pastor, find a Christian friend you can talk to, shoot us a note, info at simplifyjesus.com. We would love to talk to you and, and hook you up with some resources, but if you're curious about that and want to learn more, please reach out, talk to somebody. Don't let today go by without having that conversation. Well said, sir. Well said. We want to thank you guys for listening to us today. And um, uh, we want to invite you also to check us out on our Facebook link at uh, uh, facebook.com slash Simplified Jesus. Uh, we're on LinkedIn. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Uh, YouTube we started that channel so look for our sneak peeks as they come up uh, during the week of what you can expect uh, next week and if you if you can't find any of that uh, be sure to check us out on our website at simplifyjesus.com thanks everybody for joining us again this week hope you got something good out of this and remember when you're going through life don't worry because God's still in control amen take care everybody <laughs>